0: Hi, friends. This is, uh, uh, hello. Thank you for being here. This is uh, Sunil Chandy. I'm uh, Father Sunil Chandy from Christ's Episcopal Church, and this is Food for Thought. And we thank you for uh, watching our uh, video podcast today. Uh, this is, uh, we started a little bit late uh, today, but that's nonetheless okay. We're here, and so are you. And we hope that you are here with us. And if you are here, Please do uh, tell us that you're here, then, and uh, tell us in the chat functions that you're uh, here with us today. Uh, I am uh, coming back from a trip in uh, to India uh, this uh, yesterday. today uh, yesterday, uh, early early morning, I came in uh, to JFK, and uh, and then um, you know after a two week trip. To, to uh, to my homeland uh, in Kerala India and it was a, a great experience and i really enjoyed it but uh i missed i missed our, our you know coming to uh to church and being a part of our christ episcopal church experience and uh and it's been it, it was, you know, after about two weeks of any kind of vacation or even a week of any vacation, I always find myself kind of anxious uh, to come back home and, and start doing all the things that I need to do here. Um, but nonetheless, the experience back in India was a great one for me. And one of the things that was really uh, important was to kind of get in touch with, um, you know, the people, my relatives and friends who were back there. Uh, COVID uh, over the last two years has been um, not only hard for America but for the global community it's been hard and especially uh, the community in India um, I've lost a lot of my loved ones who were much older and, and even some who were you know in, in their middle ages who, um, who got COVID and then passed on and so um, it was a bittersweet experience. It was sweet because going back home and being with uh, my mother and our extended relatives were wonderful. But well, thank you, Natalie. Thank you for uh, for saying that. Um, uh, but it but it was also uh, bitter because some of those loved ones that I knew um, uh, uh, were no longer there uh, physically. I mean. Spiritually, I could I could sense their presence and their memory uh, as I went to church and uh, and imagined them in their very in their pews, sitting down and listening and and participating in the liturgy. But uh, it was a, a bittersweet experience. Uh, and uh, one of the things that and you'll hear like over the next couple of weeks, um, I did get a chance to. Uh, to do an interview with the diocesan bishop in uh india his uh, uh his uh, the diocese of bishop of the mother Gheela diocese and his name is sabu k Cherian and he is a um uh he is a wonderful man they have uh 404 405 churches in his diocese and uh ranging in size from you know, the smallest being about five people to the largest being about 1,500 people in uh, 1,500 families in in a particular church. And so uh, there's been a a wide range of experience. And then uh, he'll also talk to us uh, in my interview with him on Food for Thought, uh, he'll talk to us about some of the challenges that they have uh, coming out of uh, COVID. And so, you know, uh, We're not a community that is alone. You know, we're all faith. COVID has um, has really caused us to realize that, you know, um, that we're not alone in this experience of 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 doing church and trying to connect with one another. And I talked to him about about some of the uh, things that we're doing in our community to connect with other, and it was a really a wonderful conversation. One of the things that uh, came up in our conversation was that wonderful passage from Jeremiah chapter 29. And that passage is really significant because Jeremiah is speaking to a community of people who are about to go into the exile, which is the Jewish community uh, in Judah or the nation of Judah is going to be overrun by babylon the nation it's about seven to eight seven to eight centuries before christ and uh and they thought um you know babylon uh you know the assyrians took over northern israel at this time the two nations uh israel was not just one nation it was two nations it was divided into Israel, northern Israel, and then Judah, the nation of Judah. And northern Israel was already taken over by the Assyrians, and then the Babylonians took over them. And then uh, it was inevitable that uh, Judah would also be overtaken. And, and Jeremiah had a choice. Some of the prophets at the time were saying, you know, we could fight the Babylonians, and, uh, and we could we, we, we could ally ourselves with other people you know the egyptians and other nations and fight the babylonians and uh but jeremiah um, was a prophet who says don't listen to those other prophets deal with the challenge before you deal with what you have and the reality of this situation and so what he told the people of israel at that time was go into babylon they're going to take you anywhere go into babylon and then don't go there with the mindset of trying to fight this thing. Rather, go into Babylon and be fruitful, be fruitful, multiply, learn, contribute to the community that's there. In other words, adapt to the situation that we have before us. And I think that's a very good, important lesson for all of us as we deal with whatever challenge we have. It's so easy for us to say, in the midst of the challenge, that, you know, we can make it go away. Well, maybe it's not really trying to make our challenge go away, but rather to engage in it and see how we could live and thrive through the challenge that makes a difference. Uh, in India, uh, people are, there are people who are thriving through this COVID situation. Other people are scared. They're afraid to go out of their doors. They're afraid to engage in the community. They're afraid. Um, and it's so easy to remain closed off and away because of our fear. But those who are able to to move forward are those who are able to kind of think smart, you know be able to think through this uh, the situation and uh, and think through their fears and to see whether they are rational or not and and to engage and to somehow, Deal with the challenges. So in India, just as just as in America, there's a thriving ministry that's going on. You know, even though the churches are still, you know, uh, not full on Sunday as as they were pre-pandemic, there were still people who are engaging with ministry online, just like we are in, in the U.S. And um, they're finding ways to connect, finding ways to encourage one another, finding even a way to thrive through this situation. And so the words of the prophet uh, is important for us. How do we deal with the challenge before us? And how do we move forward? How do we do that in a way that allows us to thrive? And at the end of the day, I think Jeremiah uh, reminds us that we have to rely on God and our faith in God to help us through this particular moment, whatever challenge we may be facing. The challenge may be the COVID crisis, or it may be, uh, you know, how to uh, deal with our anxieties about and worries about uh, about the COVID crisis, or or our anxieties and worries about uh, our jobs or our work lives, work lives in general, or uh, our relationships with our family member, our spouses, or or uh, our children, or Our grandchildren, or our parents, um, whatever the challenge may be, uh, the key I think is to to be aware and to also be faithful. Be faithful, knowing that God has given us the strength to handle any of the adversities that come before us. That somehow, that uh, if we don't give up on ourselves um, and the people around us, that somehow we'll come through. This is, I think, the faith of, of uh, that I found in India this time when I visited there. Uh, I found a lot of people who are willing to engage, and a lot of people who are willing to move forward through this situation. and And I hope that this is also the situation with us, because it definitely is in our at Christchurch. I see, I see that often. And I'm I I missed these last two weeks being at. Uh, begins being at our church because our our community is so hopeful and uh and it deals with the challenge as well it it's a it's a community that rolls with the punches as it were and uh I have enjoyed uh that and it's been encouraging in faith so um in general my uh, the trip in India was a very fruitful one um you know I was good to be with my mother. It was good to be with uh, my brother. Was with us uh, uh, with Simeon and I, and um, and then and then I had my cousins who were there, um, and it was good to reconnect with the loved ones there. Um, it's always good to go home, and then it's always good to return back home. It seems like I have two homes: one in, in Westerly, Rhode Island, and one in in Wundipoli in Kerala, India. Um, But in both situations, uh, I find myself refreshed and engaged. Um, I don't know if there's anything else uh, in terms of food for thought uh, that I have. We don't have an interview today. Um, You know, uh, again, the the trip was a very good one. Um, I come from, let me tell you a little bit about the place that I come from. Um, The place that I'm born in, uh, I was born in is, Uh, Mundipali, which is uh, in Kerala, India, which is the uh, state that is in the southwestern uh, tip of India. Um, It is uh, uh, the state of Kerala. Uh, Kerala, I think, means, uh, is translated to mean in English, the land of the coconuts right uh, and there are a lot of coconuts and had drank a lot of coconut water this time it was just really delicious you know <laughs> what can you do uh and um you know you have because it's a it's a tropical region uh it's also near the uh uh the ocean uh wh- you know has many wonderful beaches um uh kerala is uh, also has the highest literacy rate in the country uh many it's it's a it's a it's a state that has many educated people uh one of the things that uh that it doesn't have many many i mean it does have strong industry but um, but what it does is it it really uh you know one of the things that i've always been told about india is that it we have a lot of masters and PhD students, people who go on to to college and then onwards. And and part of the reason why is because there are no jobs in India, and they and then they get they get exported. These these folks get exported to uh, outside of the country. So people, you know, from Kerala uh, usually end up in Europe or in America or in Australia, um, you know, and uh, and then they they come back to Kerala uh, every year or every other year. And, um, and uh, contribu- contribute to the economy. They, there's a lot of people who actually end up uh, working in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and so forth. And so uh, all these uh, n- global economies are, uh, or national economies are tied to the economy in Kerala through the people that go, um, you know, uh, become immigrants to other places. Uh, the other thing about uh, about uh, Kerala is that it is the place where Keralaites say that it is the place where Christianity began about two thousand years ago. Following the trade routes, the Jewish trade routes, uh, you know, you could Christianity moved all the way from you know from Israel down into Kerala, India, where um, you know uh, those trade routes dropped and those trade routes, you know. Um, you know, traded, of course, uh, silk and spices and so forth. And so uh, those trades still exist. In fact, in, in Cochin, India, which is Kochi, which is the capital of Kerala, um, we have a house there. And there's also a Jewish community that's an old Jewish community that's been uh, established. I'm, I'm not sure when it began, but, uh, but it's very ancient. And... Um, so there were Jewish Indian uh, uh, folk uh, living in India for for many many hundreds of years, and so um, you know it's a it's a diverse community and it's a good community. Um, so um, I think that's about it in terms of India. My trip was great. Uh, I'm glad to be back, and and hoping that uh, you know uh, as the the weeks come. Uh, come move forward in at Christchurch We'll continue to, I'll unpack some of the things that I learned there and, and through my trip and uh, and be able to to speak about it. Of course, I met with the many different people and uh, I'm hoping that uh, the conversations will come up through food for thought as well. Um, I think that's about it. So let's end our time. Um, with a prayer, and uh, let's pray for the global community. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the many gifts that you've given us. We thank you especially for the gift that you have given us of of this time time that we mark as useful time that we are uh, time that we use to enjoy your presence and your gifts to us. Lord, we pray that you will help us also to use this time to be a witness for you in the world, a world that is hurting and, and, and is frayed in many places and is broken. We pray, Lord, that you will help us to connect with one another, bringing those parts together, helping us to connect with one another in order to deal with or encounter the challenges of our lives. We pray, Lord God, that you will help us to remind ourselves that these challenges, although overwhelming, does not have to be that somehow we could learn through our challenges and thrive. We pray that you will help us to remember the lesson of the Israelites as they faced the exile moment. We pray that you will help us to remember that even through that exile moment, through one of their greatest challenges of of their uh, community, that you have led them and helped them to come to a higher ground and a stronger faith. Lord, we pray that you will bless us as we face our own challenges, help us to engage them and learn through them and thrive. And we pray that you will bless us as we connect with one another As we help each other through the challenges we face all this we ask in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen join with me in the lord's prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Friends, go in peace to love and serve God, spread the love of Christ around to the world around you and connect with one another because that's what we need now as we spread the light of Christ. Thank you. Thanks for watching. Did you know that you can join Christ Church from anywhere in the world? If you're feeling connected to what we're doing, email us today at communicate at christchurchwesterly.org.